0: Welcome to the It's All Fine and Danji podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. We thank you so much each and every week. When you tune in, Dan's signaling me that I'm too close to the microphone. The mic is hot. The mic, <laughs> the is, mic hot. is hot. <laughs> See, we keep changing these microphones, and it uh, it confuses me. I don't know what to do. You
1: are right. We do change the microphones about every four years. I this know. What...
0: I hate change like that so much. <laughs> I hate technology change so much. Anyway, guys, we are joined in studio today by um, somebody that sells some yummy sweet treats here locally. Oh, my gosh. I've been very excited to get you on the show. I think I reached out like a year ago. Yes. Like it was a while ago, and then COVID, and then... It, Bunch of stuff happened. And now here we finally have Miss Ashley and Andrew. No, <laughs> let me revert that. That didn't sound right.
1: Miss <laughs> Ashley, Ms. Ashley Andrew.
0: On, and guys. Mr. Andrew Trinidad. <laughs> there there you That go. sounded better. From Coco's
2: Sweet Treats.
1: Yes. Welcome, guys. It's a long time coming, I think. We've talked about it a long time. We've seen you guys a million times at the events. So we're glad you're finally here.
2: Yes, thank you for having us.
0: We're really excited to be here.
1: Oh, very nice. And
0: and as we found out beforehand, we have another another um newbie here. It's It's your first podcast interview, isn't it?
2: It is. It is. But I listen to them all day, every day. Oh, (laughs) Oh, good. Do you
1: really? Are you like an avid podcast listener just in general?
2: Yes. Anything from um, Crime Junkie to small business entrepreneurship, anything that I can consume. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. Because usually it's like when people do listen to podcasts, it's very much
0: one type. But you sound like me. I'm kind of all over the place. I listen to things about Airbnb and crime, you know, true crime and all sorts of just, I I don't think that if somebody looked at, you know, when people try to figure out or the, you know, rhythms try to, f- what are they? To el- el- algorithms? Your, to figure
1: out who their target audience Am I saying is. that right? Algorithm. You are.
0: Algorithms? Algorithm? Okay, I got it right the first time. I love it.
1: Angie says at least one word every episode Whatever she pronounces wrong.
0: Whatever. <laughs> when it, they're trying to figure me out, I don't think they can. I just go down a rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, but I, you know, I do think, and I could be wrong, this is based on my tiny little limited view of this and people i know but it seems like most of the people i know that like the crime podcast i think those appeal more to women just like the crime shows like you guys will watched that stuff before bed when i can't watch that stuff i totally bed. will oh it's terrifying <laughs> isn't it <laughs> yeah that's Bad exactly dreams. right yeah
2: i look forward to every monday when the new crime junkie comes oh out my morning.
0: gosh
1: well that um there was a shirt i almost bought for angie when i was in new orleans but they were sold out of her size and it said crime shows and comfy clothes and it was that's like a... right.
0: that that's right i i really love the you know who who done it ones like the real things that you know those mm-hmm. real things that happen anyway we're getting off ki- we're here to talk about sweet treats thank we you very always much get
1: off kilter that's okay we, we're just it's
0: conversation just... baby it's it just is. conversation but when i say cocoa sweet treats a lot of people might not know what we're talking about and you really have taken something that's like totally kind of ordinary and turn it into your own. So tell us what the sweet treats in Cocoa Sweet Treats is referring to.
2: So Cocoa Sweet Treats is a gourmet cotton candy company. Um, So when you think of cotton candy, normally you would think of pink vanilla or blue raspberry. Um, Typical fair flavors, what you grew up with. Two colors.
0: That's all we ever had.
2: That's all you got. Except for when you come to Cocoa Sweet Treats. So we took a childhood treat and we put a twist on it and... Now we have over 60 different flavors, um, ranging from Lucky Charms to Rocket Pop, Pink Starburst, Pina Colada.
1: I love that you guys have. (laughs) Holy
2: moly.
1: After our interview with Denny, I sound like a booze hound, but I do love that you guys have flavors that are based on alcohol drinks. That is a cool idea.
2: I always say that we can definitely find you a cotton candy flavor that you're going to love. Yeah. Um, those ones are definitely more popular with the adults. We have I a champagne bet. flavor, oh, wow. which was our very first alcohol flavor. And oh, the, the kids were like, oh, we want to try it. And we're like, no, 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 that one's the adult flavor. And the parents <laughs> just, they loved that they could come up and get something yeah, for yeah, themselves too. Not- and it was still nostalgic.
1: So can I be honest with you? I don't really like cotton candy, but she brought some of yours home, and I'm like
2: the lavender.
0: This
1: is like fancy. I mean, it was really good. I'm used to the cotton candy; that tastes like (laughs) sugar. Andrew's going,
0: yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." You're shaking your head. The same thing.
3: I did not like the original flavor of cotton candy. Yeah, me neither. It was not until she made, what was it, maple bourbon that I was sold
0: on it. Maple oh, bourbon.
3: Oh, I didn't know that was one.
0: Holy moly, that one sounds amazing. It does I sound had that amazing.
1: <laughs> By the way, Andrew, you have an amazing voice for podcasting. For Oh, thank
3: you. Um,
0: yes. I've had a teacher
3: tell me that before.
1: Holy smokes.
0: Oh, yeah, he's got that very like deep, deep burrito-type yeah, voice. Not yeah. the
3: half-nasally Ray Romano
1: voice over here like me. <laughs> oh, stop. But, but Dan says about his voice. Can we back up a a bit though? Because you started in 2019 with this. Was this business born from COVID?
2: Yes. (laughs) And my boredom during COVID and and needing an outlet and being on TikTok way too much. (laughs) (laughs) You know what
0: though? We have seen a lot of that is, you know, because our focus is small business and there were, there were, there has been so many businesses that are thriving now that were born out of that. Yeah. And like you said, it was boredom or it's like, well, now I have the time. Let me go ahead and do this. But what, what made it cotton candy? Why, why cotton candy, Ashley, why cotton candy? <laughs> and what made you think, oh my gosh, I can do so many flavors of cotton candy. Cause I never would have thought that. I wouldn't either. I it takes mean, a creative
2: mind. So it was, it was really boredom. I mean, we were on what, eight, nine months into the pandemic And we had just moved into our new house and we were just sitting there. There wasn't a whole lot that we could do. At the time I worked at a bank, I had exited hospitality because couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be there. That was what my background was in. And, We, uh, one day I was just scrolling through TikTok, you know, mindlessly scrolling. Cause what else are you going to do during the pandemic? (laughs) There's only so many cards or books or TV shows you can watch. (laughs) And I ended up on like the baking side of TikTok for whatever reason. And I can't bake to save my life. Um, (laughs) and I was watching like baking Netflix shows and whatnot, but then I scrolled past this girl who made cotton candy. And I was like, man, I'm like, I haven't had cotton candy before. Um, you haven't had it before, no. So I'm sure wait, I had, had like a oh, okay. taste here and there when I was younger, okay. but my parents okay. didn't allow me to have it. Like okay. sugar wasn't a huge thing in our house. Like, so they
0: were smart parents, basically.
2: Yeah. So you guys all have saying.
1: nice, perfect teeth <laughs> as you're an adult now, where the rest of us have had to get them all replaced and filled. <laughs> I got you.
2: I, shout out, thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> But um, so I was scrolling past, found this video, and I'm like, man, that looks really cool, and then. I started looking into it and I was like, oh man, you know, I really miss events. Maybe one day, maybe one day I could do that. And then I kept scrolling and then another video came up and it was like kind of that repetitive thing that I was like, okay. And like the universe
0: was telling you something actually.
2: So so then I went down a rabbit hole with it and I ran out to the couch and I'm like, okay, bear with me, Andrew. I'm like, (laughs) um, I think I want to buy a cotton candy machine. And he goes, what is wrong with you?
3: I said no originally. <laughs>
2: yes. And I was like, oh, man, that really stinks because I'm going to do it anyways. And like three days later, um, a kind candy machine shows up.
3: I just, I hear a knock at the door. I don't know. Hello, Amazon. I'm not expecting anyone because, you know, it's the middle of COVID. That's not like a little box either. Oh, no. The box, it's probably three feet cubed. So it's three feet by three feet by three feet.
0: So mind you, it wasn't like one of those little starter cotton candy machines, was it? You went
2: all in. Okay. Yes, like a four hundred dollar cotton candy machine right off the bat. I got Well, you gotta do it right if you're gonna do it, right? I got the pre made sugars with it because I was like there was no intention of making my own flavors. I was like, okay, fine, whatever, I'm just gonna play with this. You're just gonna make cotton candy. I am and then I poured the pre made sugars in it and I'm like, I hate this. This is terrible. I'm super let down. So I have a culinary background and I started looking into it and I'm like, how do you make cotton candy sugar? I'm like, what is it made out of? How do we, how do we go about this? I figured out the main ingredients. Um, and then I bought like 50 of the different flavorings, <laughs> I mean, we did not... So another did, box shows yeah. up. We did not ease into this at all. It was like full send, like zero to a hundred. It was not just
3: one box.
1: I,
0: um, you
3: know, I I, can
1: I tell you that And for like the podcast stuff or whatever, I was exactly the same way where it was like buying all the good stuff right away. As soon as I said
0: podcast, it was like all I hope these the boxes. the room filled up mm-hmm. with stuff. Yeah.
1: But I love that. And I did read on your website that you guys make your own sugar, but I didn't realize that... That literally means you make your own sugar. You're not buying sugar and flavoring the sugar. You're making your own sugar.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. We, we buy the sugar from the bags and then we flavor it. Um, so we have oh, different okay. recipes that... We've come up with different things that we know what to mix. I can't give all those details, but um Hold on, a <laughs> you just
0: you just found that you know the prepackaged stuff just wasn't the consistency, it probably wasn't, you know, spinning as easily. Is <laughs> like, it is it talking like I know is how to it, spin <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> is
1: it well, is it like recipes that you find or is it like trial and error where you're testing and tasting and or is it both?
0: Do it, do it.
3: Listen so
1: <laughs> i'm listening
3: granted at the time i was running my own small business so i was outside all the time i'd come home it would smell like the yankee candle factory in my house oh, that sounds amazing though. oh it was wonderful yeah was a little overwhelming yeah but to
0: the senses right
3: yes but it's um i don't know where i'm going with this but it's the- a lot of trial and error
0: well, I was gonna say, were you one of the taste testers?
3: Yes, but um, we've probably... had, we've run into some issues with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, what, because your tastes are different, or um, a little bit of that. But uh, recently, we had a peach flavor, and the thing is, n- neither of us like peaches.
1: Oh, that's
0: a hard thing so to do. So that is hard, yeah.
2: It is, and I don't like saying no to people. So when I first started mixing flavors, um, it was a lot of trial and error. There wasn't anything that you could find online about the ratios and whatnot. You right, were, right. I was figuring out how many tablespoons per cup, like this and that, and you would get that one-off batch where if it's too strong, it's kind of like a bite on your tongue, and it ruins it for like an hour. You've got to walk away, and you've got to come back. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: do you have a a palate cleanser or something that you or just it's there like, it, it's because, there
1: because sugary stuff like that settled like cotton candy oh, kind of settles in yeah you know you can't
2: yeah so you can't
1: just take a sip of coffee or oh. smell it something yeah
2: so it was a lot of trial and error um and i would go into the bank because i was a banker and a teller and i'd go into the bank and i'd have these little tiny cheap flimsy deli containers not the ones that i have now and i would write the flavor on the bottoms of them and then at our um, morning meetings, I would be like, okay, I need y'all to taste these. And so then I'd have five and I'd make them guess what flavors they were. And most of the time they were able to nail it head on. And so then I started having clients that would ask like, Hey, my grandkids are coming into town. Can I get this? And we were like, Oh yeah, I can do it. And at the time it was still just out of our house. Like it was a cottage food operation, but I wasn't really selling it. It was just, I was giving it away as gifts. I was like, Oh, this is a really cool pastime. It wasn't until we started kind of coming out of the pandemic in Florida where events were starting to open back up and whatnot. And my mental health wasn't the best. I hadn't been around people. I mean, we couldn't even have people in the bank with us. I was doing loan closings, standing outside of people's cars. And I just missed that people interaction. And I missed hospitality. That was what my passion was. That's what my degree was in. and So I came to him and I'm like, we're going to start doing events. And he goes, what? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, um, we're gonna start doing events. Don't you and love all these things you're told? Listen, Andrew? it just
3: it just happens. <laughs> we pray for the best.
2: And our first event was in Eustis, and I made like a total of thirty dollars. I didn't even make my vendor fee back, but we met the best people at the end of the night, oh, this Jesse is and Katie, So relatable
1: from ground way. up
2: coffee. Yeah. And we just, we loved, I loved how whenever you handed a kid a cone, they were so excited and they'd come up and they'd be like, oh, I want blue. And I'd be like, but I have lucky charms. And they'd be like, what? And we're like, yeah. And so (laughs) it started from there. The permitting was ridiculous because the department of agriculture had the exact same, um, kind of reaction that Andrew did where they were like, you're going to do what now? And I'm like, oh, it's just cotton candy. And they're like, no, it's not just cotton candy. You make your own sugar. This isn't like you're buying something and putting it in the machine. Yeah, but let's
1: go back to that for a minute, though, because as I was saying, make your own sugar. And I Mm -hmm. misunderstood. You're really just buying sugar and adding flavor. So why did they have an issue with
0: Because it's different elements that then it's like, oh, you've got to write what's on it because somebody has a food allergy. It's all that jazz. Uh, That's what I'm
2: assuming anyway. So whereas the prepackaged sugar is made in a commercial kitchen and it's all they're subject to food regulations and whatnot, there's no way to determine what I was doing if I was doing it out of my house. And if I was going to go to events and I was going to sell it that way, it needed to be completely over the table. They needed to be able to come inspect me. They can't do that in the house. So we ended up having to find a commissary kitchen that we now have to rent out monthly. We had to get a mobile food permit. We had to make sure that we had the right setups. I mean, there are a lot of boxes to check. So it was a lot more than just, we're going to do events,
0: Andrew. It was a lot more than that. Yeah, It just came out
3: of nowhere.
1: (laughs) But I mean, I guess trial by fire, you became sort of specialists on how to do all this.
2: in a a rush. Yes. I think the time that I started the permitting process to the end of it took about two and a half months. And it was because I was calling every single day, like, where are we at with this? Am I, am I good? Because I wanted to be into events by November, December, because that's what I enjoyed. I was still working full time during the week. I still am, but I, that's what filled my cup on the weekends. And we really enjoyed doing it. And there's no better feeling than people smiling when they're like enjoying your product and whatnot. Yeah. That's why we really do it. I mean, it creates a sense of community, gives people something that they look forward to and, you don't ever see anybody that's sad while eating cotton candy. Oh, this is no. serious. You
1: have the philosophy I have with chocolate chip cookies. I always say <laughs> no one's ever got a frown when they're eating, and it's the same goes for for yeah. you know, cotton candy. And what too. a
0: unique thing to find at a vendor event, though. Like you're used to seeing it maybe at a circus or you know yeah. a theme park or something. But when you know the kids are walking around with their parents, there's not usually a lot for them. It's more geared towards adults, right? And then this cotton there's the cotton candy lady.
1: And Oh and my gosh.
0: It, I can just imagine the little faces that you see come running up to no you. No
1: doubt. <laughs> and as the adult in that scenario, to find out, what, they have pina colada? What, they have maple uh, rum or whatever you said? It's like-
0: Maple bourbon.
1: Maple mm. bourbon. That is amazing. And and just to kind of touch for a minute on your sort of, you said your mental health wasn't good. I don't think any of our mental health was good during all of that. And what, what we sort of found from like the podcast was- meeting people and like really becoming friends with the people that we've had on from the show became more valuable than any other aspect of it. You know, we started it to get involved in community, but now the way you describe that kind of made me think of how we, and maybe it's because we were all starved for normal human connection during COVID Mm -hmm. that having the opportunity to go out and go to events and meet people and meet new people it, I feel like that I can definitely relate to what you experienced there. And then you get to tap on, you're giving them a treat. You're seeing everybody super happy because they're having their cotton candy. It seems like it started, even though you weren't making money, it started as a, a very positive thing for you. And when you're starting a small business and you're not making money, it's hard to say that it was a positive thing if you're not making money normally, right?
2: It it is, and honestly, I mean, Andrew can tell you I, when when I first ran out to the couch. I don't think that either one of us would imagine that it would be where it was at now. Like when I started doing events, I was like, "Oh, this will be cool to do like two or three times a month." Now we'll have like twelve events a month. Oh, and that's amazing! I'll have I had a kid um a couple of weeks ago that ran up to me at the grocery store. His mom's like, "No, no, no, come back!" And he looks at me and he goes, "Do you have any cotton candy?"
0: Like and at the like, it's the
2: cotton candy lady, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's what I'm known for now, and I'm like, but that's there's a lot worse things to be known yeah. for, yeah. Oh, like that fills that fills my cup, and I know that Andrew gets excited when we're at events and seeing his face. Um, I, he loves it when people ask, like, what's your favorite flavor, and he'll be like, um, my favorite's Lucky Charms, but we don't have it here today, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm and like,
0: so- but you can order them. it. Yeah. Yes, um, place your order right now,
2: but.
3: Is that your favorite for real? Oh, Lucky Charms, hands down. I'm gonna have to try it. <laughs> it was actually what, like in the first ten flavors that we made.
2: It was. I was
0: gonna say, how you know, how many flavors did you come up with in what amount of time? Like were you just being very experimental? Where you were you just like, I gotta try everything? Did you want to
2: come to the events with a lot of flavors? Oh, that was a learning curve. So my mentality at the beginning was we're going to take everything that I can create to an event. (laughs) And so we had like 15 to 20 flavors and people would get decision paralysis and they'd be like, it's a lot at once. So now we try to narrow it down to like five or six flavors per event. And I try to cycle them out. Um, but I don't say no to people. So if, which is terrible, you have to learn how to do
0: that too. I do.
2: Mm. Um, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like we had one event, what was it last year? I think at Brown and Brown farms. And this mom came to me and she had a daughter, um, and she was a teenage daughter. So she was like, she's very moody and like had that whole attitude with it. And she emailed me that night and was like, my daughter all the way home did nothing but talk about your cotton candy. And she's like, it is the first time that my daughter has really talked to me on that level in months. And she goes, oh wow, and I was like. Oh, and I'm sitting there like crying while I'm reading this because I'm like, that's what that's for. And I remembered that family specifically. And she goes, I know that this is insane. She goes, but, um, her favorite Skittles are the orange Skittle and the purple Skittle. She goes, do you think that you can make orange and purple Skittle flavored cotton candy for her birthday in like three weeks? And I was like, yes,
1: <laughs> then becomes Ashley the, then starts yes. the experiments <laughs>
2: And then Andrew's like, do you even know what color, like, do you know what flavors those are? And I'm like, um, I'm going to Google it and I'm going to figure it out. And I didn't nail it until the day before I had to deliver (gasps) it. I was like down to the wire, had tried it so many times, was getting so frustrated. And I had to keep walking away and we met up, she had them for the party. And the next day I followed up. And of course I'm like nervous. I try to follow up with everybody. And I was like, so how did it go? And she goes, She said it was the best thing she's ever tasted. She's like, she was so happy. She was handing it out to all of her friends. And I was like, that's why we do that. That
0: is awesome. Well, what's the process of that, though? Is it you taste the Skittle and then you're... you're using your ingredients to try to mimic the flavor. Yes. Cause
2: I, you're not just like melting the candy or something like that. Okay. No. Um, I'm, I'm trying to mimic the flavor and sometimes it's the most random things that you're like, Oh, this really doesn't taste right. And then you add like one ingredient that you're like, Oh, maybe that'll cut it a little bit. And then it tastes perfect. And then you're like, Oh, I don't remember what I actually mixed to make that happen. Um, I, oh, that's <laughs> what
0: I was just going to ask that. Now, did you write that down or did you record yourself while you were doing it? We <laughs> just ahead.
1: had this conversation with a chef because Angie does that. She'll make a meal. And I, like when the kids were all here, it was like, that was the best meal ever. And she's like, I'll make it again. And it wasn't the same meal when she made it again. never... So. So I,
0: it's one and done for me, baby. It's it, one and done. Like enjoy it. It's a
2: unique <laughs> experience. I think we're I soul sisters it. on that. Cause yeah. I use recipes as a guideline. Like yeah. we don't, it's not going to happen yeah. again. I, I
1: get it. But when you're running a business, you have to be able to, mimic yes. your recipe. so that
2: was probably a learning curve as well for you. Right. It was, um, Still things aren't written down, to be honest. So um, I need to get better at that. It's all up here um, in my mind. <laughs> but we do have over 60 flavors, and I am pretty Holy good moly. at being able that to figure it out. It is, it's it's the only time that my boredom has probably ever come in like handy as an advantage <laughs> because I'm like, oh. Well, I've got all these different ones. What happens if I mix this and this? And so that's that where that we're at. is
0: really cool. So I want to go back to the events. So you decided okay, we're going to do two to three events a month. This is really fun. It gets us back in the community. We get to talk to people again. Thank God, right? Um, but how how was the growth with that? Like walk us through the process of okay, two a month, three a month and like and, how and fast if, was it? Yeah. yeah.
1: And what do events mean, though? I mean, were they like markets? Were they private
3: events? Were they both to start with? Markets. Right. I figured. Um, we started doing events in July.
0: Oh, the heat of the summer, baby.
3: Yeah, I know. And that was that's a whole thing, <laughs> especially a, with the brutal. weather down here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, what we started in July, first four months, we did like three... Maybe
2: no. Come come October November. We were doing five or six events in a month. Okay,
0: I mean that's
1: already busy if with a regular job on top of it.
0: Yeah, because it's your weekends. That's when events are. Oh yeah, it's your weekend.
1: And you're obviously doing multiple events in some of the same weekends if you're doing five or more, right?
2: Yes. So honestly it really picked up. We, we were doing good at events in July and August and September. We did good. There was one event in I think it was October. It was a whimsy market event and it was out at sensational farms and Andrew was doing his other job. And so my mom had to go with me and my mom's like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be the cashier. It'll be fine. And I I'm like, felt so bad. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just... We, we got, we got there the first like 20 minutes, 30 minutes for us is usually slow for events. If you ever don't want to wait in line, that's the time to come. Um, because it's the beginning of the event. Parents want their kids to eat lunch first. Then you can have dessert. Right. Um, our philosophy is dessert first, but, same. We'll, we'll digress, um <laughs> but after that first initial thirty to forty-five minutes, we got a line, and that line was about twenty people deep for the rest of the three and a half hours. Wow! And my mom is just sitting there. And she goes, "What the heck's happening?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And I, I just you had
1: enough product, I, which is great, by the way. You didn't run out.
2: Um. So I ran out of tubs, but I didn't run out of sugars. Um. But the machine was not keeping up that fast. I mean, my arms were my arms were done. Like, you got a I,
0: workout in that day.
2: At the end of that day, <laughs> Andrew had come to help us break down, and my mom was like, "It has been nonstop all day. I feel terrible for her." And I literally just collapsed on the ground.
1: So, a stupid question because wow. I never watched anybody make cotton candy. Are you, are you having to move your
3: arms around in the
1: machine yeah. mm-hmm. or
2: something? You like twirl it? Right? Yeah. Well, uh, I I, no? I sit there. Your arms are just kind of. I don't even. know. They're like They're not up. gonna be able to see me. It's it,
3: like um it's like it just just
1: we're it. only like, audio now for those of you listening and that's all of you now we all have our arms up and we're, we're all putting our different...
0: arms in weird positions <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <It's>
3: Like imagine <laughs> rotating like imagine spinning your wrist while oh. you're twirling your fingers
0: oh my yeah because you're going like that right yeah oh, yeah i can't even do that.
1: Oh, okay oh, yeah. what is it like a stick or something like a,
2: it is it's a little cone um but your arm, like your shoulders are tense the entire time because you need to hold them up so it'll be at the end that you'll feel it like in your shoulders and your back and i really you're pretty much numb the rest of the time <laughs> it is and for events oh, wow there's like adrenaline and i just go and i go on autopilot yeah. and i don't stop of course yeah the, That was like the first of the events that like, and then after that, we just started having a line and I would tell Andrew every single time I'm like, at the end, I'd just break down crying. And it wasn't because I was overwhelmed. It's because I just felt so, so grateful and so blessed because when I go into an event and I still have the same philosophy, I never expect a certain outcome. I never expect that we're going to sell out. I never expect that we're going to, um that we're going to have a line the entire time. I never take that for granted. I go in with the mentality of if I meet a couple people today that like my product and that follow me and that I just make their day a little bit better. It's a
0: win. Well, that's a, and that's a, you're having humility too. And I think
2: that's, you're keeping humble and I think that's good. And I, I, and that's what we try to keep at the forefront of Coco's at all times. I I want us, we're here for the community. I truly think that if you take care of the community, They'll take care of you in return. Oh, mean We have found that event after event after event. I mean, wh- after that, it was, we started getting event requests. Hey, can you come do my birthday party? Can you come do our wedding? Can you come? Do- I was going to ask where that started falling in because was it a customer that requested
0: or did you come up with it?
2: Um, it was a customer that you requested. You couldn't say no. No, not at all. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and that's how that was born. Private events. <laughs> so, and, and they're great. Cause you can act one-on-one, but my heart and soul is with markets. I love markets. I love being around people. Yeah. Um, I loved the wedding that we did last um, month. It was at hard rock Orlando. It was Beautiful. Uh, oh, we were
1: just
0: there. We love it there. We were yeah. just there for the Halloween party.
2: It was amazing. Um, but as we move into 2023, there will be different aspects of Cocos where we're going to do, continue doing markets because that's where my heart and soul is. But we are looking to bring a couple people on board to be able to do those private events because people do want you to do their birthday parties and their weddings. And yeah. those yeah. tend to fall on the same days as markets. So. Yes, yes.
0: So let's talk cool. a little bit about the transformation as far as your setup because, you know, you started with your little tent and your little table, right? (laughs) But you've recently added something really cool to your setup. So describe what you got, because it is so cool.
2: Thank you. So um, back last December, after um, we had light up Ocala, light up Oh, no, up we Ocala didn't do a Light Up Ocala was crazy.
3: Tataris. All the
0: Light Ups. Oh, my
3: gosh. Oh. <laughs> um, Big shout out to the water and sanitation department at Light Up o- Ocala. I've, light Up Ocala was probably our biggest event last year. Mm-hmm. And it just came out of nowhere. We were not expecting it. We were set up on a side street. And they set up the water and sanitation department next to us.
0: Weird. Okay.
3: For their but, little booth. Okay. And, you know, super nice... I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but we had a line that was 45 minutes long. Oh, my god! Oh, gosh. this, is, Six like hours. Six. Is, this is like a Disney. That uh, is amazing. This is
0: like a
2: Disney ride. Holy moly, guys. She said it was the first time that she ever gave out all of her marketing materials. I would look over and she would be telling the kids not to flush their Hot Wheels toys down the toilet. And the kids, you can tell, are just like... I, I'm just standing in line for cotton candy. You my, cotton candy. Cotton candy. <laughs> she had
3: a captive audience for six hours. <laughs> oh, was, my God. Yeah,
2: it was That's it pretty was, amazing, though. We started spinning before the event happened. But after all of those events, the amount of times that we got rained on, the amount of times that the wind picked up. Yeah,
1: I see where you're going. In
2: the tent. Yes. You have and, to hold it down. And with having the electrical, it just, it became a whole thing. And then we were doing, there were some events that we were doing two events in one day and i drive a little elantra so we got like that car is packed we got the tent (laughs) in it the machines in it the hand washing station do that my civic
0: a tent would go out the both the windows (laughs) and just sit out luckily (laughs) if you have
3: a 2018 elantra you can fit a tent in the trunk
2: oh nice wow you can but it was (laughs) barely
3: You're still getting wet at events. Your
1: stuff's blowing down. Yeah, it's, you
2: it know. is. And we were we were trying to figure out how we how we go bigger with this. How do we differentiate ourselves so that we're not just like everybody else? Not right. like there's a ton we're of we're not, not just around. two random yeah. people with a cotton um, candy yeah. machine. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and so I started looking online for. Um, food trailers i had seen a couple of small ones that you could pull behind a car i was like oh those things are cute and then when i started reaching out to people they were like yeah no we're not accepting orders because it was december of 2021 and all the supply chain issues Oh, oh and,
1: wow. Timing again.
2: It was terrible. But we did find one company. The price was right. It was a cute little round food trailer. Um, it's big enough for just Andrew and I to be in it. So it's not huge. It's manageable. It's perfect for what we need. And they were able to do it just white. No logo or anything on it so that I can put the logo on and off as I want so that it's good for weddings. Um, but we ordered it in December. It was supposed to be here like two weeks before the week of the 4th of July, we just got it the week that Hurricane Ian came through because I couldn't even insure it. Um, It took forever to get it, but when we did get it, it's perfect and it's cute. And the amount of times at events, they're like, that's so unique, and it's it so cute. It adds to the draw, It for is. It's sure. very it red. So
0: when you guys check out um, Cocoa Sweet Treats' website or their Facebook page, social media, you're going to see it's like a kind of little retro-looking teardrop, one of those campers almost, you know, those little teardrop campers. That's what it reminds me of. Yes,
2: that, that's the perfect way to explain it. Yeah.
3: We actually wanted to get an Airstream.
0: Oh, well, I
2: don't blame then, you. Doesn't everybody.
3: <laughs> the issue was whenever we looked into the pricing— it was mm-hmm. like okay, well, mm-hmm. you know,
0: if you're, I mean, you're, you'll you'll have it forever,
3: sixty grand. But <laughs> do we want to it yeah. eat
2: or do we want the trailer? Well, like, which say, one? Plus,
1: it's not going to come. I mean like the trailer that you ordered do you have to mount everything in it like the sink or is it all just big empty shell and you can move things around in there
2: so the company that I bought it from worked with me to completely build it out so they actually even cut a hole in the counter for the machine to just fit down into we worked together because I didn't need a grill or anything like that I just needed something that was basically shelter for us had a hand washing station and then had a place that I could store stuff and I mean it's Helped exponentially because we can fit so many more tubs of cotton candy because that was a big issue as we were running out of tubs every event and it was like I've packed everything that I can I've yeah. it seemed like we were running we were out even all
3: the time. putting it on our laps yes. and
2: oh that is
0: too well, funny I,
1: I have a question about that in general so you're you're doing the you know you're spinning it and giving it away on stick or selling it on sticks. I don't say giving it away. There'll be a longer line. You, um she give
0: it away. But you then you also have these little <laughs>
1: containers with like lids on them with, so you, you must make some ahead of time or do you package those? Do you show up with those already sealed and ready in addition to the stuff that you make live?
2: Yes. So that came about because when you go to the fair, they have the big bags of cotton candy. And mm-hmm. I looked at those and number one, the shelf life on those are terrible because they're not airtight at all. Um, you either sell it that day or it's gone. And it's not even
1: airtight that day no, no it's fair. really
2: there's just air in it <laughs> yes and it's a single use plastic yeah. and i was like i do not want to be using single use plastic for this yeah so the best way to describe them is they're like the deli containers when you go to the chinese restaurants and they give you the wonton soup oh yeah mm-hmm. it's like those um yeah. they're they really, really nice. seal the very duty, well yes. snap on lids mm-hmm. Microwaveable. you can put them in the fridge so we prepackaged as long them.
1: as you take the sticker off.
2: Yes, um, and, and
1: take the cotton candy out before you microwave it, right?
2: Yeah, yes. Don't <laughs> don't, microwave don't microwave it. Cotton I mean, candy. No, please don't. <laughs> but they last for about three to four weeks, and yeah. that way, as long Fresh, as you, str- yeah, you mean, yeah. Yes. And so, so that's so- a
0: value to your customers too, because maybe they don't want to eat it right away. Like we kept that the lavender one because we can't eat a I can't eat a whole thing of cotton candy, you know. But it's a nice little sweet when you got the sweet tooth. You just Grab a and little see, bit in the pantry, and then that kept it really fresh. And I think we had it in there for a couple weeks.
1: But that's more that to me is more appeal to the adults too, because even like when my kids were younger, get them a cotton candy. But I don't want that stuff all over me while we're out here. I would get one to go if they had such a thing back then and eat it later when I can wash my hands right after. So that's very clever. You show up with a bunch of your flavors already packed and ready to go, and then you make the ones live. Is it the same flavors that are packaged? Does the oh, it is very cool.
3: But Uh Uh-oh. Like Lucky Charms. I know I keep going back to Lucky Charms. Because he's trying
0: to tell you people, get Lucky Charms.
3: (laughs) It has the dehydrated marshmallows in it. Mm -hmm. We've done... um, Oh, wow. Both ways? In the tub and when you make it? Not whenever we make it on a couch. I was going to say, how could you? Only in the tubs. The tubs, you get so much... First off, you get more cotton candy in the tub. And you can get super creative with toppings and things. Yeah.
2: So I, I'm super extra when it comes to that kind of stuff. So Rocket Pop has Pop Rocks in it. I was um, going to
0: ask about the we, Pop Rocks. That is cool. It, it
2: has Pop Rocks in it. Um, we have some Christmas flavors, holiday flavors coming out here soon. And I just sent them off to get photographed with Allie Law um, this week. But we have like a cookies and cream one that has crushed up Oreos in it. And, oh, my. That's
1: how you Good. do that. I was wondering because i read on your website like sprinkles mm-hmm. and pop rocks and oh, forget what the other that. thing was but it was i was wondering how you do it so you just put it on top of it mm-hmm. in yes. the bin uh, in the tub rather very but cool.
0: then you scoop it up with the, the thing
2: it gives it a nice texture we just had a corporate order that went out this morning and they did s'mores so we did crushed up graham cracker and then chocolate sprinkles in it too. oh
0: well, that is really cool so speaking of your photos I wanted to comment on your website because your website is beautiful. It's like it
2: screams cotton candy when you look at the your color website. Color
1: palettes and all are you a graphic designer? Did you do the site or did you have somebody else do it?
2: Um so the website I had a friend from college, she helped me. Okay. Um the photos were done by a brand photographer, Amelie Orange, um, out in Longwood. She's amazing and she specializes just with brands. Um and then for the website, Allie did it. I came up with all the content and she formatted it for me because I was getting frustrated. But like anything when with being a small business owner, like you guys know, you learn everything from the ground up. You teach yourself everything. Oh, so yeah. I'm not a graphic designer, but I've listened to so many podcasts and I'm not a professional by any means, but I do all of my own marketing and I do all of my own branding because you don't want to pay somebody else to do that yeah. and who knows your yeah. brand better than you yeah indeed
1: but i'm going to tell you as as a sort of a techie person <coughs> that goes to many small business websites and you're like oh no well i need to reach out not to be judgy but just like to help the business it looks really professional really nice so i was very yeah. impressed too. yeah the
0: color Thank palette you. it just it like it, it definitely speaks cotton candy that's all i could say yeah. it definitely does and yeah, it looks very
1: professional. Um, how do you guys come up with ideas for additional flavors? <laughs> or do you, have you now just said, we're
3: locked in to the ones we have
1: for now? I think now. we
0: have enough. Never?
3: We will never have enough. <laughs> it's just um, like the other day, whenever I'll just be, I was driving around the other day and I just stopped, shot her a text and I said, hey, I want to make a reindeer blend flavor. I was going to say Christmas flavors would be um, cool. Uh, Christmas flavors are so much fun. Pumpkin
1: spice, cotton candy.
2: Oh, we have a pumpkin spice, we have s'mores, we oh. have green candy apple with nerds, which those will be at the Apopka event on the 19th. Oh, um, cool. You, I have to we try will be the there. Pumpkin spice yep. for yes, sure. I'll mm-hmm. set you one aside. And then um we have We'll also have our holiday flavors. I can't go into all of those right now because those will be announced um, before the 18th. Um, But we do seasonal flavors for summer, winter, Christmas. This year we'll have a Grinchmas blend one. That's really smart to not make them
0: available all year so that people are kind of looking forward to that during the seasons. And I do want to tell everybody, I've noticed this on your social media. You warn people, hey, pre-order now because it's going to be gone by the time you get there. Like tell me what you want, pay for it. I'll set it aside. I got your order for you when you come up because a lot of times you're running out at events. So People need to get their order in for their special, special, whatever, special
1: flavors. (laughs) (laughs) You were thinking about cotton candy, weren't you?
2: It it breaks my heart whenever we run out. And I try so hard to make sure that we don't, but it doesn't always work. So you can always um, shoot me a message and I'll set aside yours for you at an event. Um, We're going to be having pre-orders for Christmas come up and you'll be able to pick them up at our events prior to Christmas for stockings, for your coworkers. Oh, another benefit of the tubs. Yeah. 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 we do tons of corporate orders with the tubs for um employee appreciation so i love that. Like that do you guys deliver as well we do deliver um like shipping to places
0: yet or is it just mostly
3: we're working on it. we are
0: working on the shipping part okay cotton
2: candy is extremely delicate so yeah. your moisture anything like that shaking in the heat heat it too much in the
1: warehouse yeah you can't have all that okay
2: so and it's extremely expensive if you're trying to two-day it especially right now yeah, so we yeah. have a couple of people that we're testing it out with right now but i'm not confident enough to be like yes i'm gonna ship it to you uh,
1: you just said something that's mm-hmm. interesting to me shaking it can actually mess it up
2: yes the vibrations because it's literally just fluffed out sugar and, and it'll become uh, crystallized mm-hmm. again right yes that what
0: it does?
1: okay okay
0: so you have something on your website that I have never heard of before it's called glitter blast and I need to know what this is because I it looked like it was pouring into a drink like a adult drink
2: and and, and it looked fun so we do them. They don't have to just go in an adult drink. Kids well, like them they do here, actually, yeah, They do here. You <laughs> are correct. Um, our friends at Top Shelf Bartender use them at some of their events that they do. But it is a cotton candy um, little poof. And it has um, edible prism glitter that's completely FDA approved. I make sure that we get the really nice glitter. And you drop it into your favorite um, carbonated beverage. So usually it's champagne, Prosecco. stuff like that Um, and it releases an edible prism glitter i can do any color of the rainbow Um, for christmas we do like a red and green set that's called naughty or nice and you don't know which one you're gonna get and you drop them in the drinks and it's just a way to Elevate your event or even just like a random brunch with the girls on Sunday night. So we get them for bridal showers, baby showers, for gender gender reveals. reveals.
0: That's that's brilliant. brilliant. I love it. So
2: just something a little bit extra. Kids, some parents will get them for their kids' birthday parties and drop them into Sprite. So, yeah, so cute.
1: Well, you know, we had this, we thought we had this idea before you got here, like, oh, you could take some of the cotton candy and put it in a drink and you've already thought of it. So that's <laughs> no. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Cause I was going to ask, how are you partnering up with other vendors that you've met to kind of elevate their experience or elevate your experience?
2: So we have a couple of vendors. We've done like a very exclusive flavor for tribal acres that only they're allowed to resell it. And Is it's, it bacon? No, no, it's blood orange. Okay. <laughs> um, we've done, we're working on an exclusive flavor with, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but with Lacey DeMoss, um, oh, she's yeah. working on one for something that she has in the works. Um, we've, so cool. If your business comes to us and is like, hey, we want to create an exclusive flavor. We're like, okay, sounds good. What do you want it to be? And we go from there.
1: So you guys have become sort of pros at this. I mean, I know it sounds like you experiment, but you can do it. That's the whole thing.
2: I am going to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Given <laughs>
3: enough time.
0: Ashley does not say no. We don't say Wait, no
3: to
1: anything.
0: It is going to
2: happen. I, I That's love that. not okay. We, we do say no to something because I'm not driving out of state. Um,
0: oh. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's clarify, guys. This We're staying local. We're staying somewhat local here. Okay.
3: I, I, I will say the first birthday party that we did do, we're located in Eustis, Florida. Mm-hmm. She was like, Hey, Andrew, I have a birthday party. They requested it. I said yes. <laughs> If you guys don't know Ashley, she's not the best map reader. Oh. She's not a cartographer.
0: No.
1: <laughs>
3: Angie refuses to do maps. She'll do the turn
1: by turn on the app, but she won't look at the map. I
2: hate looking at the map. I have. I no need the sense directions. Of, I have no sense <laughs> of direction. Like, none whatsoever. She was
3: like, hey, Lake Wales. We're in Lake County. Lake Wales can't be that far away. I,
2: I mean, don't know where is,
3: Lake Wales is. It is... Um, it's the other side of Orlando, past Celebration, past all that.
0: Oh, that's still not too bad, And then you though. hop on 27. Could have 27 been, like, Miami or
3: something. And go another hour south. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's it is pretty far. a little bit of a drive.
2: We, we had a nice date night afterwards.
3: There
1: you go.
2: It was go. okay. Like, you, you make, make the you, best you, of what you got. Like, you got indeed. to explore
0: a new, a new
2: location. <laughs> it
3: was a big learning experience because we yeah. couldn't forget anything because we weren't going to be able to drive back for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is so exciting. I mean, it just seems like it's kind of like trucking along and, you know, it's really growing and I'd people- love
1: to hear the the success as far as the lines and everything. How great is that? And it seems like that was very early on it was like that.
2: It was. And we're still learning to kind of Grow and adapt with it. Because I'm very much one of those people that I hate inconveniencing other people. So whenever you wait, I'm always like, thank you so much for your patience with us. Thank you so much for your patience with us. And I feel like a broken record, but I mean, I truly like, Thank you. Thank you for waiting. You yeah. didn't have to. You could have gone to a million other tents. You could have just said, nope, we'll get Look McDonald's on the way right. home. Like, yeah. You didn't have to wait, but you did. And so I'm so grateful for it every single time. I think
0: it comes down to your hospitality background. So the customer service is there. The quality of the product is there. And you're delivering every time when you're there as far as the experience that people are having when they come to your tent. So that's why they're coming back.
1: Yeah.
2: That warms my heart. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm going to tear up. But yes. But seriously, because they (laughs) wouldn't
0: come back if you were not engaging or just not thanking them or, you know what I mean? Just hammering them out. Or or acting irritated because it's, you know, July and it's 106 and you're selling cotton candy. And, you know what I mean? So it's definitely, it's all of that put together. That's why people keep making those lines like they're at Disney World. Our,
2: yeah. our tagline <laughs> is that it's the sweetest cotton candy experience in central Florida when you come up it's not you're not just getting a product it's an entire experience and when you're in front of us you're the only person that matters at that point I mean we had at um, Boo Fest last year the city of Tavares shut the lights out on us because we went 45 minutes past the time we were supposed oh my to gosh. but I still had a line and they were waiting and, and we were not going shut them to down. Not oh. serve them if they waited that and, long
0: and that, that we
3: always feel bad having to cut off the line
0: yeah yeah Uh, it's like we got to go home sometime guys (laughs)
2: but we are like a cone you go put
3: (laughs) behind the last person
2: i do think that i bribed my youngest brother though he's going to walk up and down the line selling pre-packaged to kind of help out for the light up events this year and whatnot i think that's great Um, because with just the two of us we can't get from behind just have a swiper or something that he Mm -hmm. can
0: just do you also have another tagline Um, on the website yeah life is short Let's make it sweet. I love it. Did you guys come up with
2: all the little sayings and everything? I mean, that one came from a song somewhat. Um, But I just, that one came out of the pandemic. That one came out of like when everybody was kind of sad. Like Mm. you just wanted something sweet, something. And that seemed to tie it up with a bow.
0: I think it really did. So what's next for you guys? I mean, lots of events, obviously.
3: 200 more flavors probably. (laughs) We're going to...
0: It's the next big thing. We're,
3: we're talking about having shirts for each season so you can buy Coco's merchandise. I love that uh, idea too. This, this past Halloween Octoberish feel. We had our cocoa Swedish treats with the Stranger Things logo. Oh, I saw that
1: shirt. Yes, I remember. And Dan even
0: commented on that. He's like, "I love the font on that." Yeah.
2: And we did customize labels for it for tubs in October. You got that customized label. So we are working on kind of more merchandise so that you can wear your favorite brand. It's a slow process. Um, We're Mm -hmm. expanding out to Orlando. We have some applications in for some pretty big events out in Lake Eola for next spring. Um, And we're looking to hire a couple of people to come work with us. Oh, what a great sign, though. Yeah. We're we're taking it day by day. I want to get we want to get through the season and kind of see where that's at and then take a vacation and yeah. then reevaluate in January of 2023. Yes. You have to have
0: <laughs> the R and R definitely, yes. you know, and so. really, and then it, it kind of makes you want to come back to it and like you're revived and ready to, you just, you know, when you're on vacation too, you get the, really your mind is still on the business when you're on vacation. When 100%. we go on vacation, we're recording podcasts. Like, you yeah. know, this is what we do. I
2: I feel like our community will tell us we're, where we should go next. If we listen to it and we see what's going on, we we listen to all the feedback. Um, they'll tell us what they want us to do, and that's really who we're here to serve. So that's what we're gonna do.
3: And we Since love hearing your ideas for flavors.
0: Yes, we yeah flavors. Send them in
3: flavors. Send them in.
0: Yeah, where are they gonna send that to? Where they can? Where they can, can they find, find you guys? Find us at? at
3: Cocoa Sweet Treats FL on Instagram and Facebook.
0: All right, perfect. All right, we'll
3: put a link in the show notes yep. and all that. And like typically we. Normally we do. We're really good about responding. Yeah. I think uh, now Facebook has that little thing where it tells you, oh, this is your response rate. <laughs> We're working on being better about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, it's hard if you're working during the day. You can't. It's like when you yeah. sell something on Facebook, and they're like, "You took two hours to respond." You're like, "Dude, I was doing." this. Yeah. I'm not just staring at the thing. So I, I can know. imagine when you have a business, you know, a side business, it's even worse where you have to keep checking. That's in why between. you got to put
0: like that little disclaimer. Usually responds within seventy-two hours or something. So you're yeah. giving yourself a buffer. We
2: yeah. have a kickback message, and during the holidays, it does go up to like forty-eight to seventy-two hours. That's and- pretty
1: Pretty quick though it's it, it yeah. pretty quick
2: and I also reach out to all of my well most of them I try my very best I reach out to my repeat customers and whatnot before the holiday season I tell them what to expect and I'm like get your orders in now so that I can make sure that we guarantee them so I try to be very transparent with everybody that reaches out, but if I if I don't respond right away, give me a little bit of time. If I don't respond within a couple of days, go ahead and nudge me. Like Just, no big deal. Reminder: yeah, yeah. Hey, yes. little reminder. I'm yeah, not offended. Not I'm not
0: offended. offended. Yeah. We get
3: overwhelmed too. Yeah, yeah that's course. right.
0: So December 5th is when um, you're listening to this today. Tell us where you're going to be within the next couple of weeks.
2: So we are ramping down on events um, for the rest of December. But if you go to our Facebook page, um, you should be able to find the order link for all your pre-orders for the holidays, um, so that you can put them in the stocking stuffers and whatnot. If it's December 5th, um, we do have a couple of events pending in a Popka and, um, in Orlando, and then we do have, um, the fresh market out in Eustis um, oh, yes. on the Fer- 18th. Vernon, Vernon park. Is that what they call it? Vernon?
3: Oh. Farron park.
0: Farrin. Park. Farrin. Whatever. So I'm assuming like it's people like, can go to your,
1: <laughs> they can go to your, your Facebook and see the schedule, like where you're going to be.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I try to be very, very good about that. And I try to post them all as they get booked. But if you go to the events tab, you can see where we're going to be at Perfect. at any given time time awesome very
1: nice well thank you guys this is awesome and we can't yes. wait to eat some more of the uh, cotton candy
2: thank you They're on the sweet. 19th <laughs>
0: i know we're gonna try those um those holiday the holiday flavors are coming out yes we are gonna try those sure. well guys thank you so much for listening each and every week for tuning in seeing what's going on in your community and checking out the small businesses we have on the show and remember we have a patreon we that's gonna be patreon. below click on it I'm not going to memorize the keep memorizing the website for that. Wait, we don't have to do that, that right anymore. There. Yeah, don't we'll just have to put do a anymore. link in the
1: show notes for it. That's like so normal. easy.
0: Click on it, and guys, remember at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all, fine all fine and dandy. And <laughs>